the Elite Physical Therapy Podcast. My name is Jason Harvey, and I'm going to be your host today. I wanted to send a shout out to Ryan Croto, who's been doing a great job hosting the podcast up to now. Uh, we've had 15 excellent episodes in which he's interviewed some outstanding clinicians here at Elite Physical Therapy to showcase really the different kinds of specialties that a physical therapist can pursue to help different patients with different kinds of diagnosis. And they've done an excellent job in just kind of explaining things uh, from lymphedema to concussion management, to what a runner may go through, a golfer, and so forth. So outstanding job by Ryan and the other physical therapists who've been able to talk about those different specialties and, and different things that are going to help people at different levels. So if there was any in particular that you really enjoyed, uh, please send us a shout out and we can have a follow-up to give you more information. I also want to thank those that have tuned in, uh, that have been listening to the podcast and that have given us a rating, that have enjoyed listening to these different things and, and hearing a little bit more about the profession of physical therapy at large. If there's anything in particular that you'd like to hear, please let us know. So for today, it's going to be a little different. We're not going to do it interview style. Instead, I'm going to just talk about where we are six months now from when COVID-19 sort of hit our area, I'll say, because it really struck the world more or less at the beginning of 2020. And it really became a thing here in the Northeast, I would say mid-March. And so from mid-March to where we are right now, mid-September, it, it's six months that we've been going through this. And so right now, where we stand in the field of physical therapy and us particular here at Elite Physical Therapy is settling now into this, this new normal. You know, we've been talking about it and what does that mean? And the new normal is it is now normal operating procedure for everybody as they come in. We ask our screen questions. So we're asking people if they have any symptoms related to COVID-19. We're asking them if they've had any uh, contact with anybody that's had COVID-19 or been um, made aware through contact tracing that maybe they had any contact with anybody. We're doing thermometer checks. Everybody's wearing a mask, patients and staff. We are making sure we're cleaning everything in the office. And so really minding our spatial, uh, our social distancing too. So we're minding spacing within the office. We're also doing things creatively to schedule people so that, again, we're able to maintain spacing, utilize private treatment rooms so that everybody can stay uh, in their own area to do the treatment that they need. We've also here now gone and uh, installed a, an air purification system in each of our clinics. So again, as we head towards the fall and potentially cold and flu season, we, it was important to us to continue to create a safe environment for everybody. And so despite the fact that we are all wearing masks, we wanted to make sure that beyond our HVAC systems in each of our clinics, that we did have an air purification system that if there are any particles in the air or any sort of uh, droplets from coronavirus or cold and flu, that we can get that to come through the air purification system and be able to kill it. So we've installed a molecule air purification system in all of our clinics. So we continue to look for new ways to continue to create a great environment for our patients to ultimately just be able to focus on their musculoskeletal conditions. And so 
with that, we are seeing and what's happened progressively from the summer and now as we turn to fall is everybody seems to just be outside and exploring their environments more. People are, are walking more often. They're trying to do different things around the house, maybe yard work, projects. We see sports that came back kind of midsummer, uh, whether it be baseball, softball, uh, different type running sports are now kicking off. Soccer is, is happening in the fall. So some fall sports are kicking off for high schoolers. So again, we're seeing more and more people becoming more and more active. And what it's doing is it's stirring up musculoskeletal conditions. And so again, we're seeing it more and more of a volume of people that are having issues and that want it solved. And so here at Elite Physical Therapy, we're really making sure that all the other things going on with COVID-19 are all settled, all taken care of, so we can just focus in really on the person in front of us to make sure that we can handle whatever it is that's that's bothering them. So from a full examination onto a full understanding of what they do for activities or want to get back to, and then ultimately formulating a plan through manual therapy and through doing different activities and exercises, we can get them back there as soon as possible with the least amount of distraction. And so again, as we look towards uh, the fall, really, you know, we're seeing more and more, uh, you know, as kids go back to school, there's going to be remote learning that's happening. So we're going to be seeing uh, children, or I say children, but even as we get up in the high school and college age, they're going to be behind a computer more often. So we're going to be seeing some neck issues, posture issues that start to develop in these, uh, these students or these young people. And so as we see this, it also extrapolates over to the adult population that may be doing more work remotely and still be working uh, in home offices where they're sitting for more of the day, where they have less opportunities to stand up and actually walk around or even walk through a parking lot to get to their car. So again, a lot of the things that we are seeing here in the office tends to be postural related. And so the importance of maintaining a good posture is is never more important than it is now. And, and there are studies out there that support that if your posture is poor, it will actually lead to poor organ function, poor respiratory function, poor uh, cardiovascular function, and even your mental status will be impacted by your posture. So, I mean, even if you tried it yourself and you slumped forward for a while, you could almost feel yourself mentally kind of falling into that woe is me sort of mentality. So being able to bring your chest up, being able to tuck your chin back, head up, it, it just puts you in that frame of mind of, wow, okay, it, it, things are a little bit better. And so being mentally uh, impacted by your posture is something that some people I think don't even value as much as maybe it should be. And so Posture is one of the biggest things right now that we're seeing people come in with, with problems. So whether it be even a shoulder problem or it be a hip knee problem, if their posture is not ideal, those will be impacted as well. Oftentimes we think of posture as being sort of a neck thing uh, or an upper back, lower back problem, but they can definitely be, it can also be an extremity thing. Or it's the extremity that's got a little bit of an issue that's creating the inability for someone to assume a good posture. So as a physical therapist, really, you know, as humans, we, we work off ground reaction forces. 
So to be more active, mobile, moving, we have to be standing on our feet. And so it's really looking at that person in weight bearing. How do they stand? How do they walk? Are they rotating through their trunk and through their pelvis? Uh, does it look symmetrical or is this uh, creating an asymmetric movement pattern? And so really kind of going from the ground up. And so how does the ground reaction force hit each foot and then working our way up the chain? And is there appropriate internal rotation occurring upon the foot striking the ground as we go through the tibia up into the femur? Does that, does that internal rotation, is there, is there enough there? Or are the glutes, or the performance, the external rotators of the hip, are they too tight, not allowing for that full internal rotation? And then is that impacting the lumbar spine as we have the iliopsoas attaching along the anterior surface of the lumbar spine? And then also are the iliopsoas, the glutes, the piriformis, the external rotators working well eccentrically to help that lumbar spine load the rest of the way? And then from there, up the lumbar spine into the thoracic spine, does the thoracic spine have any mobility? Or because they've been seated with their chest forward, shoulders rounded, is the thoracic spine really stiff? So there's not much springing happening there. And so then that's translating pressure up into the cervical spine as well as the lumbar spine. And so making sure there's mobility in that thoracic spine. So doing things to try to increase mobility, increase active movement so that we have movement occurring in that thoracic spine. And then how are the scapula stabilizers? Are they helping the person to stay in that upright posture? Uh, are they able to assume that posture? and then pulling the shoulders back into the, the correct uh, posture. So again, you know, as we talk about different things and, and how it impacts the body, it, sometimes somebody can't get into that position despite the fact that we tell them to. And it all comes back to what are you doing more frequently throughout the day? And so as I send this shout out right now, as we are you know, six months removed from when this pandemic first hit, one of the main things that we are seeing from young children all the way through adults is a postural issue. And so as physical therapists, really taking uh, ownership of that and helping people understand what's better posture, what are better ways to handle their, their ergonomic setup at home for computers, for device usage, there's more texting happening uh, more than ever. And so, and then being able to get out, get active and, and perform a proper warmup. So in the next episode, I am going to go through uh, a little bit of what to consider with children, particularly with backpack usage. So uh, most schools uh, or many of them are doing a hybrid sort of learning process in which kids are going to school a couple days a week and then a, two days or three days a week, they're doing remote learning. Uh, it does look like the trend is going to go towards full in-school uh, classes as we trend through the fall or into the winter. So just being aware, again, if they might be carrying a, a Chromebook with them or a laptop along with their backpacks and books and different folders and files, how do we get them in a good posture? What's appropriate for weight? What should we be doing uh, to, to look at things like that from a therapist perspective, as well as you know a parent or person that's just wanting to, to look at these things as well. And those things that, that a, a child has for backpack usage in regards to getting back to school, it also holds true for anybody else that has to carry a bag to work or 
uh, is carrying a briefcase or or anything uh, like that. So it, it doesn't mean it's just for students. Uh, this could be for anyone too that does anything like that for their work uh, or for for their job. So if you have to carry things routinely, how do you maintain the appropriate postures so that there's less impact through the neck and lower back? So I hope this helps. And I hope everybody is a little bit more mindful of their posture. Uh, just a few things to to consider when you're uh, going about your business and things as physical therapists that we can just teach our patients that are simple little things to have awareness and create better movement patterns. You know, one is occasionally just having them kind of tuck their butt under uh, under their spine. So just trying to flatten out that lumbar spine a little bit, just get a little engagement of lower abdominals. When we sit for too long, those lower abdominals will become inhibited. So really trying to do that little posterior tilt uh, and a little bit of a, a, a targeting contraction of the lower abdominals. And then second, trying to, along with that contraction of the lower abdominals, just slightly lifting the sternum into a, a better posture. When we say just elevate the sternum to the ceiling, it pulls the chin back a bit and it promotes a better thoracic mobility and it just lengthens the spine. Uh, so again, trying to create that spring effect in the spine so it's not so stiff and rigid. So ways that they can work on that if they're in their car and they have to drive is get into a really good proper posture, fix your um, rear view mirror so that whenever you get in the car, if you can't see correctly in the vehicle, it means you're not in a good posture. And so keep correcting your posture instead of correcting the mirror. So just a couple little things to educate patients on. And if you are somebody uh, who's not a physical therapist and just looking to review this podcast, learn a little bit more about how you can stay healthy. I hope those little tips help. Uh, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a great day.